0: What's it like to be on NBC's The Voice? How surreal is it to find out that you're trending on YouTube? And how hard is it to put your life on hold for your dreams?
1: We really did cancel our honeymoon. I really did like say I do and then like get on a plane. It was a few days later. It really kind of sucked.
0: And are there really people out there who are better singers than me?
1: Darling, come and rescue me.
0: My name is Jared Herzog and welcome to Someone You Should Know. Yo, what is going on, my fellow humans? Thank you so much for checking out the show. We got our numbers from last uh, month, and turns out our podcast was downloaded about 2,500 times last month, which is great for us man, when we started out, we had like 30 listeners or something like the first episode. And now we have like 600 and I I haven't checked it in a couple weeks. So, um, but it's been going up. We just want to say thank you so much for checking it out. It, It means the world. Um, we're getting more and more people's word out and stories out and you make that possible. And if you still haven't guys, please, please. Uh, Get on iTunes, click that subscribe button. That helps us appear in more searches. It helps people, uh, it helps my guests get their word out, as I said. Needless to say, really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to the show. I really hope you're getting something out of it. And we are, it it is so much fun to, to talk to these humans, especially my guest today. I've got to tell you a quick story about what happened. So my guest today is... Um, a contestant from The Voice, NBC's The Voice. So we did this interview back in December. So she was like, I'm going to leave. So she was leaving January 1st, literally New Year's Day. She, she had all of her stuff packed up in her car and like ready to go. And I was like, Hey, can you do my, my podcast? So literally days before she had to go, I think it was like the 27th, um, of December like four days before she was moving her whole life over to another state like she had all her friends here you know she built a life here and then was just moving and and under all of, and you know the stress of moving under all that uh, stress and all of that she still made it here and she's really doing it. So that those are my favorite kinds of people, favorite types of people in the world, are the people who just go out and they're doing it because they believe in it, and they're and they're having to they're having to get together some confidence, you know, and they have to have to just ta- kind of take a chance on their own selves. And that to me is just the greatest fruit in life. That's how you can really become happy. Is like trying to if you're struggling for something you believe in, guys. I'm telling you, that is the path. Forget money. Do something that matters to you. And if you don't know what matters to you, figure it out, okay? It's your responsibility. Figure that out. Anyway, so I just wanted to give her a shout for that. Um, It was really cool to have her come by. Her and and her husband, Andrew, who is also a musician, an incredible guitarist, uh, they came by and uh, recorded this with me. It was really neat to find out how it goes on, like what goes on behind the scenes, like just about the music industry in general. We talk, you know, about what's it like meeting celebrities in real life, you know, those kinds of things. So it was really fun. She is is an amazing, positive individual. I could not have been happier with her interview. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us, Someone You Should Know, on iTunes. It helps us... Uh, Show up in more and more places Gain more and more listeners Um, It's not just the number that matters It's the It's the It's the It's the positive vibe It's the stories that we're telling It's like It's so important you know, that um, that we look at human beings in a non-judgmental light, like just not for the sake of it either, but just to say, dude, people are humans and their stories are so much fun. Like they're so cool and you can relate and you can feel good about what you're doing. Maybe it'll push you in the right direction. Maybe you've been toying around with doing something and it doesn't have to be like entrepreneurial. It can be anything. You don't have to start a business, but just a personal journey that you want to go on. Um, especially if you're feeling stagnant or just kind of bored, you know, boredom is the worst. Now, boredom does foster ideas. So that, that's the problem with this. Okay, I won't go on a thing, but that's the problem with distracting yourself with like TV and and whatever is that boredom fosters incredible ideas. Seriously, if you can make yourself bored in tears, you're going to figure something else. You're going to figure it out. I promise because your mind's got to do something. Which is why you distract yourself from being bored. Don't do it. Do what, uh, do what my buddy Katrina Kane is doing, guys. I'm gonna stop flapping my gums around like I own the place. Please welcome my next guest, Katrina Kane, AMBC The Voice contestant. Katrina Kane? Thank- <laughs> Katrina Kane ain't your name. Katrina Kane. Yes. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for coming by. Today is really special because I have this really cool girl named Katrina Kane. I'm going to tell you two stories. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really cool because Katrina is actually moving to Hollywood on the 1st. And she still, still decided to come by and do my podcast. And today is the 27th of of December, right? Yeah. Yeah. But this will be released, um, I think, in mid-January. So. Gotcha. uh, Yeah. So I really appreciate you. It's really, really cool.
1: I'm excited to be here.
0: And uh, so I have my first story. So I do know you. I mean, ish. So <laughs> the first time I ever saw you, I was on a first date.
1: Really? Yes.
0: And so <laughs> this was back in the day. And so it was at dance, and I was like, "Yeah, come to dance. You know, I'm cool. I, I'm I know Denton." Da da da. And so we walked in, and all of a sudden, I hear this like vocal module, like modulator, this voice thing, and I was mm-hmm. like what the heck? Like, Dan doesn't know vocal technology. Like, (laughs) what's going on? So I turned around and you were warming up and I was like, whoa, this is neat and we weren't going to stay and, uh, and that was the first time I saw y'all and we were like, we got up to the front and we watched y'all play. I'm sure you, were you in the band then too? This was probably like 2016. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm talking to Andrew, her husband, who's here. Uh, So, yeah, so that was my first, first introduction. How to did you. the date go? Well, she was my girlfriend for a year. Oh, uh,
1: well, <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah,
0: she even moved up here and stuff, and yeah. But anyway, yeah. So that's 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 how I know you. But the other thing too is that I heard a not that long ago. Whenever you released your Rescue Me EP,
1: yeah,
0: you came up on somebody's playlist, I guess because I was going through it and just I just was listening through it and just was adding songs and I added the song rescue me. Yeah. And had no idea it was you. Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is dope, blah blah blah. And then I saw like an Instagram post or something of yours. And you're like, "Get my rescue me EP." And I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me? Is that
1: that girl?" That's so funny. See yeah. you like you like my music when even when you don't know it's me. Oh yeah that's awesome that, yeah. that's quite a compliment for sure <laughs> that's
0: why i had you on because i actually am a fan i've always i mean i've always like tomcat y'all are y'all are cool and thanks. people know you which is cool you know thanks
1: yeah, yeah so. tomcat's awesome
0: so you went on the voice for a little bit
1: i did so I went on the voice
0: you went and tried out where did you go
1: um, well, actually I, um, I didn't go to an open call audition. They, uh, contacted me really? to do the, um, blind audition. So there's like several rounds before you even get to be on TV that some people know cause they've been through that process and some people don't really realize that cause they think. I don't know what they think, but um <laughs> I they actually contacted me and they asked if I wanted to audition, so I uh they flew me out to LA to do to meet with casting and stuff. And from there they gave me a blind audition, which is what you see on TV where they like turn the chairs and whatever. So
0: That's cool. So how did yeah. they find you like they were just scouring
1: Um a lot of people get scouted from Instagram and stuff and like okay. from their YouTube videos and I think um I think the reason that I had been scouted is the the casting agent who um originally emailed me actually used to live in dfw okay and he had since moved to la but he, i had met him like on one of my very first gigs here when i was like maybe 19 and i think because we had met at this um like club he was a bartender at the time and so i think because we had met there he had kind of followed along with my career and seen me kind of go from doing a jazz thing to doing this tomcat kind of like electro pop thing mm. starting to do some solo stuff so so you did um, jazz before this i didn't know that yeah that was my i guess degree. i see that yeah that oh, was your degree yeah that's so awesome.
0: um vocal studies or something yeah okay. it,
1: it's yeah the degree is like jazz studies but like okay. vocal my voice was the instrument that i studied yeah. so yeah so that's kind of how um how he found me but a lot of people get scouted through instagram and youtube and stuff so
0: crazy so he did he message you through instagram or was it
1: no he emailed me he e- actually emailed my booking Okay. Email for Tomcat, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So you're like, yo, and you're like, I'll go.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a weird thing. He he emailed me and I kind of like blew it off a couple times. Really? Yeah, I just, it wasn't really on my radar and it wasn't really what I had ever wanted to do. Like I had never watched shows like that and I really didn't know what other people would think con- considering the fact that I had built my career thus far on being either like academically in the music field as far as college or doing the whole indie band thing yeah sorry oh you're good um,
0: I'm really professional. Which on is. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. Um,
1: the, you know, the indie band thing is just like a lot different than the Hollywood thing. And oh, I sure. think people don't, people even who are in both scenes don't realize that. Like those who are in the very commercial side of music don't understand what you're doing when you're just like playing yeah. local shows and music festivals. They don't understand how the whole like grassroots band thing works. Yeah.
0: Cause they usually have like a label behind them just right. blasting them on whatever. Right. They have yeah. like a
1: whole team behind them. And, like, and even a lot of. Yeah. Indie bands, then on the flip side of that, don't really get that like you can't just play a few local shows and then like make it famous because they'll so use... many
0: people think that and that they funny do though? and and it, they do and they'll be sense. like well Leon yeah.
1: Bridges did that and I'm like that's that's really not though what he did, did, did you're
0: he did two sh- couple shows and.
1: I mean, he's from Fort Worth and he has this whole story about being like a dishwasher and then like wanting to really pursue music. And it's a great story. And I'm sure that is his background. Uh But you don't go from being nobody to somebody without a team, really. Or Or without a ton of, yeah, a ton of hard work. And so, um, yeah, just considering all these different like aspects of the music business, I just didn't really know if I wanted to do the show. And eventually I was like... You got to try everything. Sure. You don't know like what's going to make you successful. What are the connections that are going to make you successful or the show you're going to play or the whatever hard work you're doing. It doesn't you don't know what's going to stick. You know, so I could happen. You just got to. Yeah, you just got to try everything.
0: (laughs) I was freaking mind blown because, well, let's not jump ahead. So you so you flew out there. Mm -hmm. I was always interested because when I see those shows, I see it seems like a lot of filler. And so I always wonder if they tape it shorter than it spans over, you know, on TV. I said that stupid, but you know what uh, I'm saying like
1: Yeah, I think I know what you're saying. It's it's kind of the opposite like I um I was out for there for two and a half months
0: oh, okay. and I was only
1: on three episodes. So, um and some of that is waiting around because there's a lot of people who are either trying to be on the show or who are on the show. So, um but I also, like, they have, like, hours and hours and hours of footage of me. But everybody's segment is only a couple minutes. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you notice, whenever people are performing on the show, it's not even till the end, till they get, like, approaching the full length of a song. Yeah. My audition song was only 90 seconds. But you probably don't realize that watching the episode because there's so much going on and you really, like humans can only like pay attention for so long now it seems i don't know so yeah everybody's segment is only a few minutes my my first segment on my audition episode was actually like pretty long comparatively um so i was lucky they gave me like Do you
0: mean segment is different than audition what are you oh
1: are you watching soccer (laughs)
0: better <laughs> not be watching soccer in uh, this house I'm just kidding
1: um, uh. so when I say segment I mean like each person each person's portion of an episode so okay. like I didn't get a full episode ever of course okay. because when I was on the show there was like you know, at first there's like a ton of people yeah, yeah. who are hopeful to get on it. And then there's sure. 48 of us and then there's 32 of us and then okay. there's 24 and it pairs down. Yeah. So um, nobody really gets a full episode ever. Okay. Um, so when I say segment, I just mean like the few minutes that they show you on TV.
0: Okay. So that's, that's different than the audition where did they feature your audition on TV?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that is what I mean. Like the audition right before my audition, they like show all these clips of you. Like some people, they went to their hometown and filmed. And like for us, they talked a lot about Tomcat because that was kind of my story was the indie thing. And Andrew was there. And they talked about like the fact that we'd just gotten married and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. So they were able to really fill like five or six minutes with. Yeah. You know, I
0: noticed that about your narrative. It was like we were going to get married, but then we had to do this or something like that. Yeah.
1: Well, we is that true? Yeah. I um, okay. we got married and five days later I flew out to L.A. So oh, wow. we, we canceled our honeymoon and that was like,
0: oh, that's what it was. Real. Right. A,
1: a yeah. lot of things people think that those shows are fake. There's elements I think that are very dramatized because it's TV. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and like nothing that I ever said on there was like fake or a lie a lot of people's backstories that they showed really did happen and so yeah, yeah for me like we really did cancel our honeymoon I really did Crazy. like say I do and then like get on a plane it was a few days later it really kind of sucked <laughs>
0: what a story though <laughs> yeah you know I mean that's still I mean unconventional fun you know like
1: it is yeah you know
0: I don't know and also you had this experience of a lifetime too
1: yeah I think I if i didn't do it I would have always wondered well what if I had exactly done that you know and everyone's yeah. like you can take a honeymoon anytime I'm like well we can take a trip anytime so yeah you know. so
0: what were you think so how long did you wait so did you wait in line at all
1: no I never had to wait in line or anything so you had
0: a, like an appointment
1: um so there's a couple different things you can go to the open call or you can get a private audition um and then there's like a callback i didn't do any of that they okay. just called me for executive casting which is where you just go and talk to producers and um yeah they they kind of like fly you out there and they say hey can you sing this song and you just go into you know the room and audition and yeah. they they might like they, they usually tape i mean all of these shows usually yeah, take yeah. auditions just so they can look back on them but yeah so i didn't have to like wait in line or like do any of that I just kind of flew out there and did my thing
0: (laughs) so did you meet anyone in the audit that audition was that your first introduction to you know like meeting Adam Levine or somebody
1: well the first audition that you fly out for is just casting so it's just so it's just producers um and that was my first time I'd ever done anything like that prior to that auditions were just like for colleges or yeah as a kid for like some was it different than your normal
0: singing experience like Were you like another, you know, were you kind of nervous or Um, was it like, meh, whatever?
1: I, I know that it sounds like so stupid when people say this, but I really like, Don't get that nervous.
0: That's not stupid. That means you're confident. I just. not stupid. Well,
1: I I get very stressed out before Tomcat shows. Like if you see me prior to a Tomcat show, like I probably look like a crazy person. But it's more of just like because I have to like manage everyone, make sure everything's in the Uh right place and like talk to the venue and like do the sound check. And it's Mm -hmm. everyone's I'm always late everywhere i was late to this you know everyone's always late so it's like just running around and doing things i get stressed before that but to actually sing i don't really get nervous and it was the same way with like the casting and with the actual blind audition that you saw on tv like yeah um i didn't really get nervous i just kind of wanted to do it
0: what song did you do
1: uh by fleetwood mac okay yeah it's by stevie nicks but as performed by fleetwood mac
0: gotta make that distinction (laughs) so yeah that's the uh that's your new single
1: it is, yeah. I did. A, I released a full length cover because they only let you do like ninety seconds. So who's they? The producers. Oh, because that's all they'll show. Is oh, you
0: mean on TV? So that's why you did a full length.
1: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I I released a full length version of it so that people could hear like the whole song.
0: They should hear it because I heard it mm, a couple days ago. Actually, a couple days before I met you, and I was like, "Holy crap, this girl can <laughs> sing! It's ridiculous." Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also thought you were really good when I saw you in Tomcat that first time. I like that you use vocal module because I think a lot of people do to cover up bad vocals like me. And you used it, like you said, as an instrument.
1: Yeah. That's neat. Well, the funny thing about that is that's actually why I've stopped performing with it as much because it can't really do what I want it to yeah. because it's constantly trying to correct me.
0: Oh, is it a pitch correct harmony thing?
1: Um, or is I, this, tr- I
0: thought it was just a module like or like a chorus effect kind of thing.
1: Yeah, so so a lot of times um, I, I try not to use any... Yeah yeah. Pitch correction at all. I used to occasionally use one to make it sound like a really unique robot. Yeah yeah, you're voice. going for effect, yeah. Right, yeah, like I yeah. but I didn't Really want it to, but the the problem with them is a lot of times you'll see people do them in like acoustic shows or like uh-huh. maybe it's just them playing guitar, so there isn't a lot of outside sound that's coming into the microphone. So it's really just affecting your voice. It sounds super clean. It sounds super great. It mm-hmm. works. However, you're using it, it works the right way. But with a full band, especially one that's really, really, really loud, it's and messing has with a, all
0: that stuff. Yeah, yeah. so it, it.
1: exactly. So it. it Uh Ended up being the thing where it was trying to constantly correct like what I was singing even though what it was really hearing was like the snare or like the the guitar effects pedals and it just became so hard to use that it was almost like I was not really able to perform because instead of, I mean I wasn't thinking about singing, I wasn't thinking about performing, I was literally only thinking about making sure this thing didn't like feedback go out of tune because it's trying to correct to a completely different key or mm-hmm. something or yeah, like just no. sound weirdish as, as hell. Yeah, yeah. So you can I just on this. D- okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weird as um, shit is yeah. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I caught myself. Um but yeah so I, I for the last Tomcat show we did, especially because I just announced that I was like had just made the announcement I was about to be on the voice. So I was like I have to just make sure my voice is perfect for this show. So yeah. I, I didn't use it for that.
0: Where'd you go? Where would you all play? Uh,
1: we played um, Three Links. right? Okay. We played Three Links with Word. a bunch of uh, bands from out of town, like a Nashville band, a LA band, and a, what was the other band, New York or something? It, w- it was really cool. Andrew it was no. he's was such he, a weird Andrew's mix. just here. <laughs> <laughs> he's chilling.
0: Well, that's cool. So you auditioned, and then what? Did they tell you like, yo, this was pretty good. You should hang out here a bit.
1: Yeah, they kind of they'll they'll tell you if you get a chance to do a, a oh, blind right audition. Um, they they'll tell you like, yeah, that night. Okay. So um, so it was cool. So yeah. then I went back for the blind audition, and then that's when I went out like right after my wedding. So the first casting thing was oh. like months ahead. I I I, I, I was involved in this almost all year. Wow. But everyone only saw like a month. You yeah. know what I mean of the the work. Yeah. If that makes sense. So. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to try not to spill too many secrets also. Why? Because that's why I'm here. I'm here to get all the secrets, (laughs) but I just realized I told you all about casting. That's okay. I'm pretty sure that's common knowledge. Is it people? Well, people like for American Idol and, and America's got talent. They, everyone knows that they scout for shows like this. so. So
0: you're contractually obligated not to spill too much. Right. Mm.
1: Right. I'm but a, I don't think I really I'm test have. Test the electric fence, I think, huh? I don't think I really have spilled anything that people don't already realize already happens. Know.
0: So you went back, you did the blind audition, yeah. and I was that in front of.
1: That was in front of the judges and like a studio audience. When you're like, holy crap!
0: There's Kelly Clarkson just chilling right there. Yeah,
1: I mean their their chairs are turned around, but you can see their names on them. Oh,
0: so this was on the stage part you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I don't. I'm a dummy. Just yeah.
1: yeah this, so the blind audition is the one that you see on TV, and okay. there's there's a live studio audience. You can get tickets to that. Um, yeah. You know, when, if you're out in LA and you want to go to one, you can totally get tickets to it. Um, yeah. And so the the judges are all turned around because they don't premise of it is they don't know what you look like. They don't know yeah. who you are. Yeah, they yeah. just hear you sing. Yeah. Um, I saw that
0: audition with you on the pianos. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I was really glad that they let me play piano.
0: Yeah. Well Cause... it made you stand out.
1: Um I think. Oh, it made me stand out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you.
0: It did. Thank you so much. I was like, that's different, you know.
1: Yeah. I just I wanted to show that you
0: were a musician, which you are. You know, you yeah. can play piano and can you play like anything else? Guitar or anything like that? Nah, so a piano. But just, still, I mean, just play piano. <laughs> you're a real musician. You actually write songs. It's not just a voice. Yeah, Which well, is thank you. Which is better, you know?
1: Yeah, so. thanks. I, uh, that's what I was kind of hoping would happen. And um, I'm actually really used to singing Rhiannon, but that's how I sing it is I, I play so many solo vocal piano gigs. Uh, just that's like my day job. So yeah, yeah. for me to sing Rhiannon like with the full band as the original recording is it was it just kind of felt like this feels like anything this feels like karaoke like it felt like karaoke to me so i was like i have to play with piano with this and and the the backing band is like the most incredible musicians really? you will ever meet. Like, really? They blow me away. So Dude. the fact they were like, yeah, cool, come on, play with us. I was like, thank you.
0: Whoa. Uh, that was
1: the coolest experience probably for me. Just
0: playing with musicians like that. Yeah. That, that are probably like a Grammy award winning or play on albums. You know they're oh, studio yeah. musicians somewhere.
1: Yeah, well, the the MD has been the MD for like Madonna and like Janet Lord. Jackson and like uh, Mariah Carey and all these people. And he was in like Whitesnake or something. He no, was what? like an original member of that or yeah. something. I could be quoting that band wrong, so sorry if I am, but I'm pretty sure it's white snake. They'll just sue you. But yeah, he's like, I was not in White snake. (laughs) Um, but yeah, he's like an incredible musician, and all of them are. Mm. And so they were just like really, um,
0: did you get to like sit and pick anyone's brain? Like just hang out? Not, I mean, maybe not with that band or with just anybody that's in that arena.
1: Um, not as much. It's very, the thing is there are so many people who work on those shows. There's so much going on. I mean, Between, you know, corralling all the contestants out, all of us everywhere and driving us places, and then you have people doing the lighting and staging and everything. There's just so Mm -hmm. many people that they kind of keep a tight ship to make sure no one, like, gets lost or like turns yeah. over a light and falls and breaks their arm. You know, whatever it is. Like they kind of keep a tight ship, so it wasn't like I was like eating Doritos backstage hanging out with Adam Levine. You know <laughs> like, be dope, though. It would be cool. Yeah. But I mean the band was really nice when I would go into a rehearsal, they'd be like, Hey, oh you went to EYT, that's great. Like blah. Like they they would you know chat with me and stuff. So Yeah. Pretty cool.
0: So you did the blind audi- auditions. This guy named Blake thought you were wait, does he decide right then?
1: So how it happens is whoever wants to turn for you will turn and then you get to decide your coach. Unless like only one person turns for you and then of course you're on that team.
0: So it was between Blake and someone else. And Jennifer Hudson. Yeah.
1: Because Adam Levine and Kelly Clarkson's teams were full. So they were not able to turn around. But they wanted to. They told me. (laughs) They said that? Yeah. It's on. You can go back to the episode and watch it. But (laughs) yeah. this and I would have been a four chair turn.
0: (laughs) Whatever. That's awesome though. Um, Still.
1: But yeah, it was fun. And so I chose like.
0: Why'd you turn choose him?
1: Um, It was a little <laughs> weird. I kind of felt like I actually really, really like Jennifer Hudson. She knows her vocal technique. Uh-huh. Like if you watch some of the episodes, she's probably the only one who actually references like actual technique and like yeah. knows what the heck she's talking about. Um, but I kind of I chose him because he just seemed to be really like fighting for me at the time. Like, but between her and him he was like hey i could do this i could do that and i felt like i would be more comfortable with the, like the type of genre music of music that he does even though i'm not a country singer at all mm. because i know that jennifer hudson's team is traditionally filled with like powerhouse vocalists and a yeah. lot of like gospel chops and I really don't do runs. So I kinda felt like if I was on her team it'd be all these people doing these crazy runs, bolting so high, doing these amazing things and I would just kind of sound like I was singing happy birthday. You know, yeah. I'd be like happy birthday yeah. to you. So the difference would be so different. Yeah, you felt like you that makes sense work better
0: in a pop more pop country like yeah setting than just straight vocal showing off setting.
1: Right. That's like I didn't want to have to like compete with that. If that makes sense.
0: No, totally. So he, so we're going step by step. So okay. he adds you on the team. Mm-hmm. What happens next? Do you meet up with him? Like, do you get to meet him and blah 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 blah? I mean, obviously, do on stage and stuff.
1: Well, but- yeah, we like hug, like hey, yeah, yeah like what's, you know, what's up, man? Um, <laughs> and that was basically it. And then you um, go off stage because they have other things to do in that episode. So yeah. they had other people come on right after me. I was one of the last to audition. I should also say okay. for anyone listening to this that doesn't. Hadn't seen this season. I was one of the last to audition, so they had like one or two more people come after me, and then that was it. Okay. Um. Thanks. But in general, yeah, you just have to go off stage because they're. If you're going to see the live show as an audience member, you'll see it's like a show. You know, yeah. like they put on a show for the live audience as well, which is cool. But that means you know, there can't be a whole lot of
0: just downtime, yeah, yeah. hanging out, chilling. Yeah.
1: Um. Anyway, so after that, then it becomes preparing for the next round. So I got to. I think I went. Actually, went home. Um, They flew me home because they didn't need me for a few days. Um, Or this whole team, and then I and then I went back for the next round.
0: So you don't have any in between time between like performing. Like there's no like, you know, rehearse. I mean, is your rehearsing just by yourself, or is there like a
1: Um, in between?
0: Like there's no one helping you decide what song to do. Like you should try this. Da da da. There's nobody that helps your performance along or anything like that.
1: Um, it depends on the round, like okay. the. What
0: about for you? Just the first round.
1: Uh, so are you saying like the first round after blind auditions? Yes. Okay. So
0: after you get accepted.
1: So the first round is called battle rounds. Okay. And that round your coach actually chooses a song for you and you sing with another person so okay. he chose a song for us we had known Blake did yeah okay and um so then after that you do get like some run throughs with the band and I would just get together with my partner and we would go into a empty hotel room and practice and oh really and stuff like that yeah. okay cool cool because we're like living in a hotel yeah so um so yeah so you just kind of work it out and Go, go through it with the band so everyone in no one messes it up for filming and then uh, yeah then you perform it that's cool and you only get to perform it once i will say i had a lot so of there's
0: no repeat takes you can't yeah you uh, can't do that because
1: i was talking to this guy at a um andrew and i were playing a gig at a restaurant and the head chef there had been on top chef like three or four times so he's like oh you know yeah you, you film it so many times i was like no like literally i sing it once and then it's like if you mess up you mess up that's it so top I mean? shift, you can
0: do it over and over again.
1: He was saying, Whoa. yeah, he was, well, he was saying they would film the round several times to yeah. get different sh- angles and shots that they needed. Oh, okay. So he was saying like his, their one go through, like it wasn't actually one go through of doing like the dessert or whatever. They did the dessert like three times. What? Lame. So he thought, he thought that's the yeah, way yeah. it was for like the voice or American sure. Idol or whatever. And I was like, no, dude, like when you get up on stage, that's that a- is a show and it's in front of a live audience. And if you mess up.
0: That makes me feel better that? about that. Yeah. Honestly, because there's, you know, I don't know anything about it. I mean, as far as what actually happens behind the scenes, but I expect that they're going to guarantee a good show. Yeah. So I figured that wouldn't be it. I, I figured they wouldn't take a chance with someone messing up. But again, I guess if somebody messes up, it makes good television, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think they they carefully select who's even able to audition for it based mm. on, you know, what they've seen from us and like casting and stuff. I mean, that's why you have like open calls and then you have like a callback and then casting because they need to make sure every time you go through it that you're like a legit musician. And, you know... The, the cast of people that's on the show, I mean, there were some of us, there were people who had like opened for Miranda Lambert on tour and then there were like 14-year-olds who sing in their bedroom. So there's every <laughs> that range nuts. of person that, yeah. that does music and it's just really interesting. it's
0: I'm sure you met some fascinating people out there.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the best thing that can can come from it is like all the contestants become really tight and like there are people doing shows together now and planning tours together and it's like now you have people in so many different states that you can like, do a tour and stay with and like cool kind of cut costs and make yeah. other connections. So that's I think the biggest positive that can come out of doing a show like that.
0: And has it been like that for you? I mean, it has it get you some really cool connections? Yeah,
1: or? for sure. Like I it definitely a bunch of the contestants that um were on the show, like there's this one girl who is my roommate and mm. she lives out in LA. So we're hoping to do a show together and like, you know, kind of pick up where we left off. Cool. Friends, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
0: So you did the first round mm-hmm. or the first knockout.
1: Yeah, that one's called the battle round. And this then the okay. second round is called the knockout. <laughs> and then the third round is called playoffs. I don't I don't really know. Playoffs. Yeah. So you went to the playoffs? So that's it's, funny. It's uh <laughs> it's kind of like based on different sports. Like okay. the first battle round looks like a boxing ring. Uh, it's like a whole thing. I, don't I gotcha. Know. I don't know a lot about sports, so
0: Okay. Well I don't know anything about the boys, so perfect yeah. <laughs> so what happened in the first round you won it
1: i won the battle round yeah um yeah
0: what um, did they and they just decide that on stage yeah they're just like Neh.
1: yeah and they sometimes they'll show this for different people and sometimes they won't for my battle round i got montaged which was a bummer but it's okay um what does that mean which basically means instead of showing all of our performance yeah well they'll because they'll tape you rehearsing with the band too so instead okay uh instead of showing like all of the prep that we did and then the whole performance and then the whole thing, they kind of just mashed it into one and at the end it was like the winner of this battle is Katrina. You know, like that's it was like thirty seconds like or that? less.
0: Winner of this battle is battles, Katrina.
1: That's my impression of Blake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That was
1: a good one. Um, yeah. But yeah, so for us we got montage, which I was bummed about, but that's okay. Yeah. It happens to everyone at some point. So um so I won that one and it was uh Angel by Sarah McLaughlin.
0: Yeah, good one. Hard so, one yeah yeah so were you I mean, you had to be kind of pinching yourself a little bit through this whole thing I mean to okay, I'm, I'm thinking of it from my perspective only, which I think if I'd be on the voice and I'm just up there and I'm seeing these celebrities, like I don't know, I feel like I'd be pinching myself like, holy crap, this is actually it these yeah. this they are at where everyone wants to get, there they are yeah, yeah, sitting there in the blood, like was that inspiration inspirational for you just to see? Yeah. Or was it like just so busy and you were so concentrated that it just was you were focusing on, you
1: know. Um, I think it's definitely inspirational to to see them and to to be there. But I, I also like there's a when you're filming, though, there's like specific objectives like you are rehearsing with the band now and we're gonna film you rehearsing so it's not like i can be like hey do you have any career advice yeah yeah you know and that's kind of the biggest bummer is i really wanted that that's what i was thinking give me some career advice like what i want is you to tell me like nashville or la yeah yeah songwriting or performing you know like both whatever you know like it is really cool to get advice from those who are more successful than you like yeah and so i kind of wish i had gotten a little more of that but at the same time you know, I learned a lot from, like I said, there were people, contestants who had toured with Miranda Lambert. So yeah, I still got advice just not from yeah, the celebrities.
0: <laughs> so you go to the next round you and who's that guy? He was good. I thought he was pretty good, but Pincho. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was good. I thought you were obviously really good too. So that round happens. What happens?
1: Um, I lost that round.
0: So you, he sang for, oh no, no, y'all sing together, right?
1: Um, no, that was the battle round. We sing together. The next round, we each get our own song. Okay, um, gotcha. That was not the correct song choice for me, um, and I think that played a lot of that had a lot to do with it. Is that
0: Blake's pick again?
1: Um, no. You picked it. Uh, I'm gonna say yes.
0: <laughs> Dang it!
1: I can't spill any secrets. I'll just say that was not the correct song choice for me, okay. and I. Kind of knew going into it that I was going to lose. Like, I wasn't surprised at all. I wasn't like sobbing backstage. I was like, oh, yep, that went exactly how I thought it was going to go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> really? So you weren't confident at the get-go? Well. I mean, like, you didn't think it was a good song at the get-go? Or oh, you no. Like,
1: yeah, I I knew that yeah. that song was going to send me home before I sang it. Really? Yeah. But no
0: I don't want to hear that dang well, that's,
1: it's, well I mean you know the alternative is I thought I was gonna win the whole show and yet I went home which is not what happened so. I know but it's like
0: dang like you thought that before you went out meaning like you knew this wasn't the right song and yeah. that, but you had to do it
1: yeah you can't like change it yeah once it's set so <sighs> um but but that's okay because sure, sure, sure. I also was definitely happy with um kind of how far I made it and it's a really cool achievement and I released music two weeks later, so
0: yeah, no harm. Good music. You know
1: what I mean? So yeah. So
0: And what an experience for a musician. Not everyone gets to go up there. You know, yeah. and you did. Yeah. You ran with them. And you I was I was like, all right, this girl's on the voice, that's pr- that's pretty cool. And then I was like mind blown when I saw you on um trending on YouTube at number uh, five. I was, was like, cool. I freaking <laughs> are you serious? That one girl that one time is now trending on YouTube. I was kind of mind blown. I was like, that's so cool. Yeah.
1: That was really cool. Yeah. There's a lot um, doing these shows. I tell people, because I have had a couple students do these and um, I have one now who's auditioning. And You teach? Um, I used to. Okay. I don't really teach anymore, but I have like one student that I still coach. Like I do like a career coaching thing with her. Yeah. Um, And the thing I always tell people is you just have to learn how to use what you can get from it. And use it for your own career because at the end of the day, it's a, it's a reality show. It's not no really the music industry. Yeah, it's it's really cool, and it's a music thing, but it's a reality show. And so you have to kind of like take what you can get from it and like use it for your career. And what I got was like trending on YouTube. 1.6 million views on my audition video and um, you on, YouTube, no, you on, on, on YouTube on YouTube on Facebook there's like three times that or something because Facebook insane. is like easier to share but How yeah cool. there's like some really cool stuff and I got a lot of publicity I did a ton of like radio interviews and I learned a lot about PR and social media and why I shouldn't swear on social media, which is something I fixed right away. Um, and yeah, stuff like that. So you learn a lot and you can use it a lot for your own career. So no matter how far you get, even if you just do the audition and don't even make it It's a huge show, enriching
0: experience, like yeah. stuff you're going to use forever. Yeah. And for people sure. probably are going to use forever. Yeah. I mean, to some degree.
1: Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a cool thing. It's a cool resume line. And Yeah. And yeah, I have million dollar produced YouTube videos pretty much up. You know, they're not my channel, but they're my name. Yeah. And they're a whole lot of production. So it's cool.
0: And there's not a lot of artists out there. Like, there's a lot of artists out there who'd be like, you know, pinching themselves if they were Mm -hmm. in that situation. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. So you go home. You weren't that bummed because you appreciated the experience, which was really cool. Yeah. And you came home and made some music. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was cool. It was all good things.
0: (laughs) So Katrina is going out to L.A. Is it L.A.? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, to go pursue her dreams. Yeah. Out there. So what's your plan? You you're just moving out there and what's step two?
1: Um basically, um <laughs> you know gotcha. living the dream. Um I'm no, just curious. I'm yeah, that's all no, you know I'm i mean, just
0: what's in your head?
1: The the thing is we are least ended so it's okay it was like our lease is ending it's either in stay or move. a few days yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like either sign another new lease mm-hmm. in denton yep. or try it and so you know we decided to try it and go for it and so i have a lot of friends who've moved out there and um are doing stuff so you know gonna you know connect with them and sure. um, i'm playing some shows already i have some shows booked out there so just gonna go for it Good for you. Hit the ground running.
0: So is Hollywood any different than Denton? It's a
1: lot <laughs> different. Well, we filmed in Burbank, I will say, also. The Hollywood sign is nowhere near where anyone films.
0: <laughs> Burbank.
1: It's another town.
0: It's another town. It, it's
1: just where, like, if, you, if you've if you ever been to Universal Studios, yeah. okay, I could see Universal. I okay. could see the rides from okay. where we were filming. Gotcha. So it's a, it actually, that theme park is actually a part of the the studios which is funny i was it like dang they look like they're having fun and i'm like sweating <laughs> like trying to get my makeup redone um so yeah so uh denton is definitely very 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 different than los angeles and yeah. like all of the the <laughs> industry that's out there and yeah. um if if anything i think like that is another i keep saying oh that, that's the one good thing i got from the experience obviously there were several but one really great thing is like It's all fine and good to stay in Denton for like 10 years and be like, Denton's the next Austin though, which is something I've been saying for like 10 years. Austin's not even the
0: Austin anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, but going out to the industry and just being like, even learning how much you don't know is super useful because if you don't know that that you don't know something, then you can't ever learn it. And And remaining
0: open-minded is super, super important when it comes to that, especially. I mean, I'm sure, you know, a lot of musicians who think they know everything already.
1: Oh Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, no. I wasn't looking at him because of that. I just was you think you know sure everything. Don't you, Andrew? <laughs> 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 no, that's not why I looked at you. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but yeah, there's, there's just a lot yeah. in the industry that I have yet to learn and I'm glad that I learned that I learned that I have a lot to learn and it, it's sure. just, it's, it's interesting because I think I've, um, I've tried really, really hard to like make it by my definition from Mm. this little town. Sure. And I'm grateful for what I've been able to do and, you know, the support I've been given. Um, But it is a different Mm -hmm. beast completely being out there where the actual industry happens. And people will say probably the same thing about Nashville, like going from Denton to Nashville. It's the same thing. Like, like I like a probably half the people I met out there live in Nashville and work in Nashville and they have publishing deals. and in L.A. you mean? Stuff. Um, yeah, when, when we were filming. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so meeting them and I was like, wait, what? Like you do this for a living? Or like they couldn't understand things that I do and I couldn't understand things that they do. And it's like Dallas-Fort Worth is this weird little microcosm and I think that um, I think that there's a lot more out there Sure, and I think that there's a lot of great things that are that happen here, yeah. but um, I think what you'll find is that there's there's a whole industry out there.
0: Definitely, I, I don't know. I don't. But I mean, like, you got a lot much, of people <laughs> fighting for the same cheese out there, though. I mean, California is the place people go, you right. know. So they're all out there, or at least a lot of them are.
1: Right. Well, you, you know? have to think that you know, even though there's a ton of people fighting to get a thing. There's also all the people who hold that thing are out there. So here I could say to someone, Hey, do you want to write a song? And they will be like, yeah, that's great. And then I'll say, okay, do you want to make a split sheet? And they won't know what that is.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: So like, you know what I mean? It's like just certain things where it's like, well, I, I know people who don't know how to put their music on Spotify who live in this town. You know what I mean? Like, I know just people who like, like don't know how to distribute music. And that's <laughs> that's nothing it. bad yeah. at all. Like, I'm not. I know exactly what you're saying. I feel exactly like this is going to come across like I'm no, like no, 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 no. shit talking Denton, which I'm it not. It doesn't
0: seem like that at all. But, I know exactly what you're saying. You're saying you want to go where you belong, is what you're saying. Yeah. Like, what, what I want to do, I want to be with people who talk like me. I want to do this, this, and that. And I want to be around those people who could influence me. Yeah, yeah, and I think,
1: I think you, I think to... I think also it's like a goals thing. Like a lot of people want to just, they want to play Dan Silverleaf yeah. and that is, they, they want to play Which Dance is okay, Silver you Leaf. know, and that's, for some yeah, people. That's yeah, that's that's not in your plan. But I think that I have like other goals and like I want to be where there's people who know a lot more than I do because yep. I'm not going to learn by sitting here nope, and eventually getting to the top of the field, whatever that top is. And I'm sure is. you learned
0: a lot here too. For sure. That's not to say you didn't learn a lot in Denton, but oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a certain ceiling.
1: Yeah, yeah. You have to just always go where some. At least my goal is to always go where there's someone who knows a hell of a lot more than I do, and then that way I can learn from them. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to. I never want to be like, like, oh, Katrina's. Yeah, she's really great. She like everyone in Denton knows her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do that. Start talking about that. Um,
0: Put him on. Put Blake on. (laughs) What's up, Blake? What's good? Oh Hail from goodness. dead. And he's like, where? <laughs> yeah.
1: What's he, that? You know, he's recorded at Panhandle, actually. No. Yeah, he has.
0: V. Blake Shelton has been yeah. there.
1: Much earlier in his career, I will say. Okay. But he has. He remembered it, too. There's some
0: people from here, right? Uh, the Rascal Flats.
1: Are they here from here? Heck, yeah. That's cool. I'm surprised cool. you didn't
0: brag about that in Hollywood. Like,
1: I don't listen to a lot of country music. I don't either. <laughs> but... <Yeah. clears throat> But yeah. Nora's here. Nora's from here. That's true. But she did only go to UNT for like a year and then moved to LA. Or not LA. New York. She moved to New York and then she got famous in New York. So
0: Whatever. She's from Denton. But
1: but that's what I'm (laughs) I'm saying. is Everyone will be like, well, why would you move out of Denton when all these people are from here? And I'm like, but they're not. They like were here for a second and then they moved to a city. Then they got famous.
0: See, the thing I think of nowadays in 2018 isn't so much like Denton and New York argument. It's like New York versus the internet. Like Lord. Like Lord got right. discovered in New Zealand. Right. You know, these people are getting discovered on SoundCloud. Or SoundCloud. And what's, what's that girl? Uh, it's like Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. 16 years old, got discovered on, you know, whatever. Well, you... she's
1: also from LA and her brother is a, her producer. And ah, okay. like knows a lot of people. So that's, they're already, that's they're already the other connected. Thing, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not like, connected
0: like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, the, yeah. I think a lot of these, these, like, success stories now from 2018, it's true that the internet exists. But if you notice a lot of who's, like, getting there... Um it's it's not necessarily that they were nobody and they somehow like racked up these views. Like everybody knows someone.
0: True. But you, you know still know gotta I mean? be good. And she's yeah. good. Yeah,
1: she, no, she's great. You know what I mean? She's she's wonderful. Like I yeah. really do like her music and I like her songwriting. But she does she did grow up in LA with artistic parents who sure. always oh, supported who her. Sure, and yeah. like if you're living in LA, like you do have some kind of money yeah. as we have found out <laughs> trying to move there <laughs> so expensive and yeah. so yeah it's like you know it's and her brother produces all of her music like okay. all the tracks for her so it's um it's definitely like i said you have a team yeah i think a lot of people have a team um yeah. is what i found oh well actually the only person to my knowledge and you can correct me if i'm wrong on this that still claims their hometown and possibly lives there is khalid he's from el paso is he Mm-hmm. and in his Instagram bio it says El Paso, Texas and I don't know Andrew like I know Andrew's from El Paso that's why I keep turning to him um, I don't know if he still lives there
0: did you know Beto? Yeah. do you really did? you knew no uh, okay. you didn't know you it. didn't kick it you didn't kick it with him?
1: <laughs> yeah that's true Oh. That's cool, but yeah, that's it's. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, so and so's from Fort Worth." It's like, well, he was at some point from there, but yeah. he moved to L.A. and made some great. Is that true?
0: Because like you know, so many people say that. You know, like Paul Wall's from Dallas, and I don't know who that is Paul Wall. Aren't you like my age ish? How old are you?
1: I'm 29. I'm 29 too. Oh, when's your birthday? May 4th.
0: And mine's July 6th. <sighs> He's older than me. Dang it. <laughs> that's nice. I rarely meet anybody older than me. I think. Cause we live in Denton, and it's kind of a young town.
1: Yeah, I know. It's so really depressing. Young. People I will be like, do
0: don't even st- "Hey, I was c- you're my your last the-
1: friend who lives in Denton." Like people will say that to me, and I'm I like, know. "Please stop making me feel even worse." No. Like
0: <laughs> it's a thing, it I, cause Denton really is a small town. Like you can't forget that. Yeah, you know, it seems big and eclectic, which it is, because there's a lot of music, a lot of people, and it's a college towns. So there's a lot of influx of people in and out, but it's small yeah you know I think the average age is 27 oh that's depressing right
1: that's your age that's how old you are god
0: you're so young he's so young (laughs) so that's cool so how did you and Andrew meet by the way
1: we met at a teaching job we had yeah and uh we both went to UNT for music but didn't ever have the same classes because I was I'm I also transferred here so I my classes were like all over the map like some much older than like the people I was in or you know, whatever. So we never really had the same classes. And then we met on a teaching job and then I was singing a pink Floyd tribute show and Andrew came out to see it. Then we got Whataburger. That was our first date. So he approached <laughs> you
0: out after you got off stage.
1: Yeah. Well, I had invited him too. So when I, like I saw guy. him, yeah, when I saw yeah. him there, I was like, Oh, I better sing good. You know? uh, <laughs> and, and did and she? No. she? Oh, said t- yes, I did. She said, nah. <laughs> He's yes like, I seem better. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so that's kind of how we met and started dating.
0: So you said you transferred her here. Are you from somewhere else?
1: I'm from Connecticut, and I went to Boston University for a year to study opera, Hmm. um, and then I transferred to North Texas because I wanted to do jazz.
0: Dude, your vocal experience is very, very...
1: It's all over the place. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but cool, though. I mean, that gives you, I'm sure, insane dynamics to just kind of do whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't consider myself now a classical singer, but I... excuse me that is definitely how I grew up like everything I sang when I was growing up was either sorry burping because we're drinking beer yeah um was either like choral music classical like opera like arias and stuff or it was musical theater so it was never quite in the pop rock realm and then I really wanted to do jazz so I transferred here and then I did like all jazz and then I was like oh man like I really want to do pop music i want to like write my own music and it's it keeps coming out as pop so apparently that's what i want to do and so uh then i started doing pop so
0: well you you I found yourself uh, at home there because
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah you can sing a pop song thank you oh yeah i mean
1: appreciate it
0: so i so my i'm gonna so my favorite thing you've done because i deep dived after we talked i kind of like went through your whole. uh-oh I mean, I liked I-, I listened to Icarus right when it came. I listen, mm-hmm. but I listen to everybody in Denton. Like uh, anybody that gets a Spotify, I kind of I check out. So I checked out. Is it Icarus right? Yeah. So Icarus is their is a debut.
1: Um. Is- yeah. That was that was Tomcat's first full length album. We put out an EP right before that, but it's
0: okay. So yeah, I listened to your LP and it was good. Um. I th- was it? Is it teardrops? Something about teardrops.
1: Teardrops was our single from that. That song is uh, good. Album. Thank I like you. that song. The
0: whole album's good. Thank you. But I thought when you released your Rescue Me EP, ah. those were like you. Thank you. I thought for sure. Sh- because I was like, this is kind of what I wanted. You yeah. know, especially when I because I added, like I said, I had I added Rescue Me before I knew who who it was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I love that song. Thank you. Like that is my favorite thing you've released by far, I think. And, and all of your other stuff is very, very good. But that song, there's something about it. It's uh, it's very unique in the way it's written because it's like when like the verse is very kind of open and spaced. But then the chorus comes in and it's like this really tied in rhythm. And all of a sudden it's just really vibey. It's unique. It's like, I don't know, it's like grand and clever at the same time i don't know what it is thank you and also super catchy
1: thank you well wow. yeah. I actually co-wrote that song um yeah. he produces a lot of my solo music so okay um
0: oh good production then if that yeah. was you yeah he yeah. wrote the
1: whole track so the oh other you wrote th- the
0: whole track so was that you on bass because whoever wrote that bass yeah
1: he was right in the bass <laughs> you're
0: killing that bass i was like uh, i don't know what i like better <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i wrote um i wrote like melody and lyrics to that song and i wrote uh the other two songs on that EP, I wrote like the piano part and the, I wrote the song and then he helped me kind of flesh them out. But Rescue Me was like definitely a co-write. He wrote this track and I wrote the melody on top of it and lyrics and we kind of co-wrote that song specifically yeah. together. And that's kind of um, how a lot of music has been coming out lately. Um we have a bunch of, we have a whole set of solo music and I say we, and then I say solo. Um, you mean he and Andrew? Yeah. But yeah, like there's this, I have a set of solo, like Katrina Kane solo music, but um, a lot of it is he'll be like, he'll produce this thing. And mm. then I come in and, you know, kind of add the actual vocal part and yeah. all that. And sometimes we'll kind of produce it together, but mostly he's kind of. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: I understand. It, it's, he makes it's it like the weird. skeleton and like the notes and blah, 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 the key rhythm and all that. And you kind of find the melody to go. Yeah. With it, yeah. And then, you
1: know, and then occasionally like he'll add some, uh, lyric ideas and stuff like that. Like it, like it, it, every song comes together. That's the other thing that's different
0: about that EP. Your lyrics are a lot better, N- not better. Cause it's going to sound like I'm pooping on your other yeah.
1: stuff,
0: <laughs> but I'm not. And I mean that, but that felt more personal for one thing. Like I heard you, yeah, which was different. Cause like, Tomcat has this I'm going to play some of these tracks as we're talking if that's cool with you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, later. Yeah. Um so it uh Tomcat always felt good and vibey, mm-hmm. but there was a certain like distance. Mm-hmm. And it was like that's cool, but it was kind of like Tomcat's like up in the clouds, like chilling and you're like watching and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But with the EP it was like I don't know, it was like you're in the room with you. And yeah. that's it's a little different cuz especially when and you're more you're a lot more vulnerable on it, too, especially with your two piano ballads. Yeah. The stars one was cool because it's like you think if someone's using guided by the stars, you might think, oh, corny. But it wasn't. It was very, very personal. And how you worded it was cool. Thank you. And yeah, sorry. I'm not trying to like.
1: No, that's OK. <laughs> that one's that one's interesting because I actually wrote that. um. For Yeonmi Park, which is a North Korean refugee who escaped North Korea, like literally as a 12 year old, like
0: deathly ill. Like
1: they broke, like she was dying as she crossed this desert and like uh, the Gobi Desert. And like literally all they had, it was like her, her sister, and her mom. And all they had was a compass. And then the compass broke.
0: Oh my God. And so they
1: literally just walked towards the stars. And it it was freezing. It's not like a desert where it's hot. It, It was freezing. And she was like a little girl. And so I saw her give a speech at this like national peace conference and I was just like crying. And then I just like wrote that song.
0: Oh my God. Um, that's and so what that's I mean that's what though. it's
1: actually about. But yeah. the, the funny thing is I never really said like, I wrote this song for her. Cause I was like, I don't actually know how that is at all. Yeah. And I was worried that it would to claim come across. To yeah. I was worried it would be like, oh, this is how she felt. But I have no idea how it would feel to be a North Korean refugee like yeah. at all. But it was just kind of how I like dealt with hearing that story and just yeah. like being so. That is a
0: great backstory that you, um, I don't know. I feel like yeah. you should say that because that's really, yeah. really cool. Maybe
1: I'll like sent her and be like,
0: hi. That, that's what I mean <laughs> about that EP, man. Like, there's, there's, it's you there. And yeah. it just feel I can feel it more. I don't know. I,
1: think, I just feel
0: like I needed to tell you that.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. I actually I I definitely feel like the my solo EP is a little more me, and it probably just comes from when the Tom stuff is really cool. But you, like you said, it's vibey, and that's kind of what we were going for. There's four to five songwriters in the room at any one time, so oh, it's hard it's, for it's it to ever sound like one. Musically person.
0: incredible too. Like, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, like the guys do such a great job yeah. with everyone's part, and it's great. But there is a, an element of like me as a who is pretty much a songwriter dealing with writing over what is a vibe or like an atmosphere or a mood. Yeah.
0: And you match it well. I mean, you're in their zone
1: for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's a different thing and it's a lot of fun and it's cool. Just, I always would tell people, Oh, I want people to just like, you know, make out to this or like, like vibe. You know what I mean? Oh, (laughs) good. You're actually not the first person to tell me that.
0: Uh, Um, (laughs) That's funny. So
1: it's like, you know, that's, that's what that's for. But my solo stuff is like a story and like rescue me is like i wrote that definitely about like Andrew and i's relationship and you know and then like oh i knew that right off the bat i was like oh
0: man this guy
1: yeah yeah it's a love song hey
0: man that's the best to have your girl write a song about you like how (laughs) dope is that well whenever she writes like a like a song that's like a relationship
1: (laughs) oh (laughs) well i i i wrote this um, is the next one so empty no. room on that EP is like really dark. It's like
0: metaphor is cool. Cause um, I was like empty room, but I got it when yeah, you said, like, I, don't I don't know what be, line cleared it up,
1: but I, I don't want to be an empty room. Uh, a silent heart makes a ribcage like a tomb. It's not that I've never loved it's that I don't love you. And so I wrote that like a few days before we got married and he was like, holy, Andrew was like, are you okay? Are we okay? I don't know what I just wrote that one and I don't yeah. know why, but like it had nothing to do with Andrew or like anything my friends are going through. I just, for some reason, wrote it. That's one of the only ones I wrote like that wasn't about someone specific, but it was funny because we were like about to get married and he was like,
0: "Yeah, whoa. Don't that because I'm in the room. No, it's no. really
1: not about you. <laughs> but yeah, that one's super dark.
0: It's good though. I like dark songs. I like to, yeah. That's what I mean. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, you know, when you hear like when you listen to just your artist and there's always stuff you want to tell them. Like, I don't That's yeah, that's what I'm like. Oh, I like this. Da, da, da. I almost want to like tell them like. And that's that's what I thought it's now cool. I get the opportunity to be like, yeah, Oh,
1: so. well, thanks. I feel like people don't connect with happy songs as much or maybe that's just me. Oh,
0: I disagree. But I totally. Really? Agree. Oh, yeah, dude. I I am t- like my whatever I'm listening to completely influences my mood. So if I'm feeling good and I put on a dang old happy song like. It's awesome. And I connect with it. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I mean, so if I'm- you mean like on a deep cruising, level? cruising? Yeah, like if I'm cruising around, like I'm going to the mall or I'm going on a road trip and I put on some like really happy music, I'm probably not listening to the lyrics though. I'm just like, this sounds like a cool vibe. But this, mm. this is also just me personally. Yeah. But like if there's a sad song, I can probably tell you, I can probably just like, tell rattle off every the lyric. lyric yeah like i can tell you everything mm. um and just like exactly what that song is about or what it means to me and like why i connect with it i can tell you everything about it but if you like tell me a happy song i'll be like oh yeah that's a cool one i can't really sing along with it but it's cool
0: there's something about that that whole vibe that really draws us you know into that it's like because we all go through shit yeah you know yeah. so it's like oh finally somebody understands blake shelton or whoever's
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's i think i think having someone understand the like hard times you're going through feels a lot more personal than someone just being like yeah man i'm happy too high five Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because everyone walks around pretending they're happy
0: (laughs) so true but you know i've been arguing about this with my i work with a bunch of old men and i've been arguing about this because i think there's a change coming with that Mm -hmm. i think that the whole fake happy thing i don't know I think that people are striving for authenticity. And this is why like people like Billie Eilish are coming out because it's yeah. a lot more emo, which is strange because yeah. it's not that normal club fall on the floor pot right yeah. now. So it's cool. I think people are craving authenticity.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the authenticity in music also maybe comes from the fact that not a lot of people listen to radio anymore.
0: Not true either. I looked that up. So well, I work in radio and... They like people like so the radio and TV has actually gone up and that the reason is because people listen in their car. That's that's the really the biggest reason.
1: But are you talking about.
0: It includes Internet
1: radio. So is that XM? I don't know because I'm poor and I have a crappy car. Yes. Okay. So I guess what I'm saying is if you look at like if you look at Billboard Top 100, Mm. there are songs in there that have never been played on the radio, at least on like like pops like pop radio stations and i'm talking about like when i turn my dial to like 1037 or whatever it is because i don't have a fancy internet satellite radio um i will also say i sing radio jingles and hearing from them about how work is down the toilet really is really depressing
0: but their their listenership isn't who
1: the, 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 okay, so how it, the, it used to be singing uh, jingles yeah. was there were three shifts a day and you could go in every single day and sing something and it, it pays like pretty good and you could make so much money singing radio jingles and now they barely book sessions. Like I get like two sessions a month. Really? And it used to be you could sing every single day.
0: What station? I mean, what type of station if you can't tell me what station you're talking about?
1: um, Well, I can tell you that we mostly get our
0: is it a music station? Is it like radio, like talk radio? No, it's or? all it's all music. Okay,
1: it's all music, and it's um, uh, uh it's my, like it's Cumulus. Is that who?
0: Cumulus Radio.
1: I don't know if it's Cumulus who who hires us. I can't remember. I think it's Cumulus.
0: Okay, and there's oh, so this isn't one just this isn't one station. No, it's not one. About, like, it's, it's like the radio tons dudes of stations, it, from Cumulus. Oh, but it whoa. used to be
1: that you had like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, and this is all across the country. too. And they're
0: saying like, and they're people are listening
1: people, uh, stations aren't paying for it anymore because it's easy to just like do a band in the box and they don't want to spend money on it if gotcha. listenership is down. Whoa. That's what I have heard, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But going back to. Uh, you one too, bro. What I thought was. Uh,
0: and your wife won too.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll take another one of these. This is good. Not bad, right? Um, St. Arnold
0: is a good. So we're drinking St. Arnold. It's a good intro to craft because it's not too harsh, but it's all and the variety pack is also really good. So I don't know.
1: Um, but whether or not radio is up or down and TV is up or down, I actually don't really know what I'm talking about. I just know from the jingle (laughs) side of things, our work is down and that sucks. Um, but as far as authenticity, I will say growing up, um, I felt because, because there was no radio, there was not, I mean, I grew up in a time, I remember when internet, Came Me too. To our houses, you know what I mean. Shh, shh, shh. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so for us, it's like we were spoon-fed what you could buy on a shelf, right? Oh, yeah. Like I would like save my little pennies and then buy an InSync tape, you know what I mean? Or yes, like a yes, I do. Spice Girls tape. I did that, I did that with that too.
0: Michael Jackson's Greatest Hits.
1: Oh, actually. you're way cooler than I am. No, I'm not. My first concert was Bob Dylan, Willie Nelson, though. So I feel very cool about that.
0: I got you beat with no, no, no. So my very first concert was DC Talk. You know who that is? No, it's a Christian like band um, that's cool yeah you know what but they're a cool band because they're really really weird and they came out in the 90s when i was five or six yeah and this is irrelevant to you because you haven't heard it but i have not <laughs> but it influenced me and then my next so my first thing was christian and then my next album i got obsessed with was michael jackson's greatest hits nice. his story and set of history ah uh, i like that right and so yeah I don't know what the point of that was. Oh, but I remember saving up to buy it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so it was like the general public knew kind of what they could hear on the radio. Sure. Or what they could see on the shelf. Okay. And now I can literally type my mood into Spotify or say, show me something random. And someone who lives in. Podunk. Yeah. Like nowhere. Yeah. Can yeah. show up. And I'm like, oh, my God. that is!" I dope. discovered you that, that way. That is so cool. Thank Dude, you. Dude,
0: I didn't even search you. I was yeah. on a playlist that was like, I don't remember.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's dope. And that makes me feel good. Yeah. But it's interesting to me. And I think that's why people want authenticity because there are people, I mean, what I always do, because I always think it's really interesting is if someone comes up on my Spotify when I'm doing like a random show me whatever, I will always look them up on Instagram because I want to know mm. if they are, are you checking their clout. No, I'm, I'm checking to see. Well, I guess in a way, but I'm, I'm checking to see not necessarily clout, but like how, um, bigger, small they are in the industry. Because sometimes I'll hear someone and they've got like 6 million listeners. Turns out I just live under a rock and don't know who they are, right? And other times I'll check and they have like 5,000 fo- I said listeners. I meant followers. Uh, I know you mean. They have 5,000 followers and they're just some girl that lives up in Minnesota or yeah. whatever. And I'm just like, your music is Amazing. Dope. I love yes. it. You know? And so it, to me, it's always interesting to see who's coming my way. Is it always the... The like BB Rexa, the Britney Spears, the these all all these pop icons from throughout the years. BB Rexa is fairly new in that regard, but like, is it always these people who have millions of followers or are still being spoon fed to us, or is it someone from like down the street? And sometimes yeah. it is someone that's like just small, like you are, and it's that's really cool to me.
0: It is really cool, and that's the age we live in, which is super yeah. dope. That's that that actually brings me back to that question, which is like, do we really need to move to LA? Mm. You know, because. The girl from Podunk, nowhere wasn't getting discovered five years ago, ten right. years ago, but right. now she's on your playlist in your car, right? Or your crappy car, whatever you say. Yeah, like <laughs>
1: it's a 2010 Honda CRV, and I will not give it up until it Dude. dies. I <laughs> love my car. <laughs> I had a t-
0: 2001 Toyota Corolla till two years ago, so nice. I would I'm not impressed. give it up. I would not I'm give impressed. it up. Well, I got another Corolla just in remembrance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but you know that that argument is something I've gone over for like 10 years. So what,
0: what made you, was it the show that kind of made you decide like, all right, I'm going to LA.
1: Yeah. I had wanted to go for a couple of years and, um, I felt like, I don't know. I felt like I had accomplished a lot here and I was proud of what I had accomplished, but I, I really felt like who I needed to meet was out there and doing the show sure enough i met a lot of really cool people who were at least trying it like excuse me again we're drinking beer just to update <laughs> you so I'm your voice just it.
0: sounded like the one a pilot assumes whenever like <laughs> we are beginning
1: come. our descent into los angeles excuse
0: me we're drinking beer <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um what
0: if you heard that when a pilot came over excuse I'd me be like, excuse oh me we're God. drinking beer You're like oh, off this plane. okay that's cool i guess
1: um <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just felt like I needed to try it and and yeah. I think again like a lot of people I've met a couple people here who I had done demos for who were writing for bigger artists and they moved out there so yeah. it's like a lot of people who I met who are doing really cool things are always like yeah I have this great thing I'm moving to LA to pursue it or like you know or we have friends who've moved to Nashville doing the same thing and um because a lot of the actual physical buildings for some of the big institutions of music are in in Nashville so uh like all the songwriters and stuff. So, well, but, I don't know. it's hard. We can get into that another day. So, but, how do you
0: how do you see yourself like as an artist though? So, like you can sing, obviously, you can kill any cover you want, but like when I hear the Rescue Me EP, I hear an artist. Thank you. But how do you see yourself as an artist? You know, like Billy, I, I keep bringing her up because mm-hmm. I just said it, or because I'm thinking her. But she has that image, or even mm-hmm. Lord, she has that feel. That's her. No one else can touch Lord. Yeah. You know the way Lord does it. Yeah. What is Katrina Kane's artist
1: Um, image,
0: do you think? I mean, do you feel?
1: I think, you know, I actually have been really confused about that lately. And part of that is due to the voice. Because, um, although I... I, I, Another thing that was cool about doing the voice is that you kind of have to, like, face that and... Totally. Look at it. Because there's... Yeah, I saw
0: that they were getting confused...
1: Yeah, they're like. I was like, "Come on, you can life. put
0: you can put two words together and see what what would you what you call it electro pop." electronic it elec- pop. Yeah, what what is so confusing about? Well,
1: that? I probably should have just said pop. The truth is that electro pop is basically what's on the radio right now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. everything it's electronic is produced. Pop. It's electronically yeah, it's super produced. Polished, it's not yeah. like acoustic guitars. So I would have said you're
0: like indie pop. That's what I would have said. Yeah,
1: and yeah. and uh, I probably should have said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely am am indie pop. My my image is like. I'm not really sure what it should be. Although I should say, for those who are listening, if you're scoffing at this right now, They're every not. artist, every artist, Struggles whether you yes. want to admit it or not, has an image. Lord has an image. When oh, she yeah. first came out, everyone was talking about her crazy dance moves and her crazy hair, weird, and that way she was, looked. Yeah, yeah, that was the way people recognized her. Billy Eilish and never forgot her. Weird as hell. Yeah. like she wears weird things. Post I'm Malone, you, on
0: weird part. as hell. Oh, Who's from Grapevine? Yeah, right here? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Like. Everyone has an image.
0: And that is an ugly guy. That is. But he's making it. Poor guy. Poor, poor guy. guy. He's fine. <laughs> he fine.
1: I, I feel like. He had
0: like three number ones this year. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He did I real well. I do not care. Yeah. 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 But, he won um, a Grammy or winning. Is it,
1: I it. think he was nominated. I don't know.
0: Beerbongs and Bentleys. I'm pretty sure.
1: I don't know. That's I don't dope either. if he is. Yeah. Um, But yeah. I I don't know really like what my thing is right now. And I'm trying to just do what i do are you exploring genres at
0: all like have you had like because like what i did for a while is i just would play with weird bands like i played with a band that was like pop guitar and a metal drummer Mm. and just just to try it and see what came out and my songwriting was strange yeah you know like the way that i had to write because they weren't i write so i write pop basically only but over like i write kind of blinky stuff yeah so pop so verse chorus they weren't like that it was like have you ever heard a band called circus survive Yep. They're kind of like all dude, one of my all time <laughs> one of my all time favorite. That guitarist. But um they're very they're not very verse chorusy either. I mean I guess they are, but it's very kind of like uh like
1: landscapish. Like through composed.
0: Yeah. It, it's just very straight and it kind of goes here, then here, then here, mm-hmm. then here, then here. It's not really like meant to stick in your ear as much as it is to be like an audio experience, you know. Yeah which is so cool about them. Um but anyway. I was just curious if you'd explored any alternate genres like just to try to knock your, you know.
1: Um, I really.
0: Knock your routine loose.
1: I really haven't um, because I actually feel at this point, up until this point, I haven't really explored true pop really. Mm. Like Tomcat is really what I've been focusing on for like four yeah. or five years. Yeah, And that really is Even not then, yeah. top 40 no, type no, no, stuff. No, no, no. No. So I'm trying to like try my hand at that. I will say the biggest thing I've gotten confused on Oh, someone's knocking. Hello. There we go. Oh, my goodness.
0: All right, so I need to recount what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> so someone knocked on my door, my upstairs door, which is my back door. And no one's ever done that ever until just now. And it was a weird guy on a cell phone saying, like, oh, I'm looking for Mark. and. I'm not Mark. Who is Mark? Let's find out. <laughs> we should yell at him right now and say, Well, who's Mark? He <laughs> came all the way up here. And then I was telling Katrina that I want to go to some Civil War battlefields. Cause I've never been. Dude, but I bought That's a really dope book though. I bought a book downstairs. I swear I've had a girlfriend before. <laughs> 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 about a book downstairs that was written about the Civil War during the Civil War. It's an original copy. Yeah, I got it from, yes, like published in 1863. And it's downstairs. I'll show it to you on the way out. That's really cool. Yeah, and it's cool because it's really biased towards the north.
1: And, uh. Hello. Yeah, ooh, I'm loud. There we are.
0: But yeah, it's like shamelessly biased towards the North. It's like, yeah, this, we, we lost that battle last week, but honestly, it was just like, because the wind was in our face and like, you know, <laughs> you know, Grant was having a bad day and da da da. They'll give them no credit. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. yeah.
1: Being a Northerner, of course, I love that, but
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank it's just fascinating. Own. I just think about yeah. like, dude, how, how could people just like leave their neighborhood or actually like. Dude, they would go, they would have like just neighborhoods be like a regiment. And then they'll just travel like a couple hundred miles and just go blow shit up.
1: That's crazy. That really happened. I actually read recently that um, it was a picture of a 12-year-old in Civil War uniform and he had already been a veteran for two years. Like he, he already... Had been in the army. It was like he was like the youngest veteran ever, or something like that. Is still like he still holds record because he was twelve going to war. Oh my gosh!
0: You know that guy grew up right though. He survived it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. He he lived to be like ninety something. I think I saw.
0: You know that guy was just the wisest man ever. Oh my
1: gosh. That's crazy. Think of your friend. I can't imagine that. that. At twelve, I was such a brat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think I was, but.
0: What did your mom think you were?
1: Probably a brat. <laughs> probably? she's never
0: told you? So is your family still up in Connecticut? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you go and visit ever? So when you said you flew home, do you mean here or home? I mean here or Connecticut.
1: Uh, I'm probably referring to wherever Andrew is. Oh, stop um, it. But stop it. <laughs> yeah, I usually only go see go back to get like once a year. Okay. Um that's kind of always the way it's been, but yeah. uh sadly I actually haven't been back this year so it's just we haven't had time. So I feel you man. You next are year. busy. Yeah. yeah. And it's 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 funny because like I think now is the turning point where it's like, oh, you're an adult and you're married and you have, like, your own family and, like, you Dude, don't always yeah. have to go back to your parents and expect to get, like, pajamas and socks and you're talking and, like, mm. all the... You know what I mean? But yeah. it's like, oh, I have to come to terms with the fact that I'm actually an adult. <sighs> stop, and that stop telling me that. Sucks. <laughs> stop telling me that. Cause yeah. <sighs>
0: anyway. oh, wait, Wait, when I said you're older than me... Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, by, okay. like, two months. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a weird thing. So how does that play into like, you know, you're going out to pursue your musician dreams. Yeah. You're 29. Like me, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> That's not all I'm doing. Yes, it is. No. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any reservations at all? Or are you like, I don't care. I'm doing it. I don't care what anybody says, how old I am. Doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. I'm not stopping. I mean, if anything, I'm too old for the business. So it's like, it's either now or never.
0: I think it's, you either, know, I think, I don't know. I think you're good or bad. It's, it's really like, how talented are you?
1: Yeah. I don't care about I how mean, old you are. I mean, there have lately been a few artists who have like quote made it or like blown up whatever you, you want to do, you know, however you want to define that, um, in their thirties.
0: Yeah.
1: And Jess, or not Jesse J. Um, Sia has turned 40, so she is the oldest person now to, like, be a recent pop star. Whoa. Um, And so she's a huge inspiration for me, as is, like, Rachel. um, Rachel Platten is also, like, a little older than I am. You know, she's... But in general, a lot of the pop stars we're listening to are, like, much younger or were already on Disney Channel by the time they were... 10, 12, yeah. 13. And they were pop star by the time they were 16 or 18 or whatever, yeah, you know, Miley, like whatever. Miley Cyrus was yeah. that way. Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, like all of these pop stars that you listen to Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears were that way. Yep. Most of the people we listened to had been doing this in such a young age that the pop scene music specifically is so skewed towards younger people. Um, so it definitely feels like disheartening to think about that, but, Then all you have, I have to remember is like, well, then I either try it right now or I don't ever try it because I'm not going to go be 60 and be like trying to understand what the young people are doing, you know, in like 30 years. So,
0: you know, I learned something interesting the other day, you know, that most entrepreneurs in America are actually baby boomers, like over 60, Mm, the most, most of the new entrepreneurs are actually over 60. Hmm. So. I don't know. I think experience gives you a lot more than you give yourself credit for cuz yeah. even if you're older, dude, you have now that you're older you have the voice under you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if age is really a obstacle. I really yeah. don't think so cuz the only people that are young really is the audience. The biggest buyers of music is teenage girls. Yeah. And True. that's it. And you're not like quadruple their age. You don't sound like a grandma.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Susan Boyle. You make
0: a good pop song, they're not going to look at your driver's license. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Make a good song. Yeah. That's, that's it.
1: That's Hopefully that's my goal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. And I think that actually kind of goes back to the authenticity in music thing too because totally. it used to be what was packaged for us to listen to. Yeah. And that often was for young people. Even Elvis got his start as quite a young man, you know, when he was discovered.
0: Dude, I discovered my grandma met Elvis yesterday really? i mean yeah she while he was in the army you know he, how we yeah. got drafted yeah she was on in fort hood here chilling with her like her friend and they were driving around and they notice freaking elvis presley there and they like drive up to him and talk to him i didn't that's know she ever awesome. met elvis okay anyway continue with your story i just had to get that's that amazing out. yeah
1: but yeah I mean, okay, everyone has been young, really. Yeah. And I think now that there's authenticity, it is you're seeing a lot more people who seem ageless. You know, like,
0: yeah. no
1: one probably thinks that C is 40, but she is. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: And she's probably not the um, only one. No, yeah. And those producers who For are producing sure. these little teeny boppers, Ariana and Grande, they ain't 20.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But that's what I'm saying is that, like, you have a team behind you. Yeah. Team doesn't matter because they're, the, they're not the face yeah but but we're also talking about like I will say, just to bring it back, we're talking about like very commercial, sure, pop, and so that's not that... necessarily my goal,
0: okay, so what is your goal? um,
1: um, I just want to have um to me, success would be defined as, and I know that this is not what everyone would say, but this is what I'm gonna say, um, to me, successes for my career would be being able to go on world tour and like selling out stadiums. Hell yeah. Um, Being able to be financially stable, meaning own a house, because of my music. And that, to me, would be success. I'm not going to say, I want to have, like, multi-platinum and be as big as, like, U2 is, you know. I mean, if you're selling
0: out arenas, you kind of are.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, Coldplay selling
0: out arenas and stuff.
1: Right. But I just mean, like, I shouldn't have said stadiums. Because in my head, I'm thinking like American Airlines that are not Cowboys Stadium.
0: Would you be okay with like a Warped Tour audience?
1: Yes, absolutely, yeah. I would be okay with that as long as like I have bought a house and I own a home and it's based on my music. But a lot of people would be like, I just want to release music, man. And like, that's my goal. And like for me, um, I think... That's, you're thinking
0: sustainability,
1: right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, like I don't mean to say like that's not good enough because I want to be famous. but no, no, like, I, I don't want to be recognized when I walk down the street. You're like, saying you want to make into a an
0: career, and that yeah. doesn't diminish your artistry, is what you're right. saying. Right? Like, yeah, I, I want.
1: Like, you have to think about your financial stability. Sure, and some people are like, "Cool, well, I'll just have a day job." And for me, like, I don't want that to be an option. I don't want my day job even to be singing covers like it has been. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want that to be my day job. I just want to yeah. be going on tour. And there's nothing wrong with that. Going home to a home that I own. Instead of, you know, answering to a landlord.
0: <laughs> you should you know who Travis Barker is? Yes. You do. You you know who he is. Yeah, he knows.
1: Wait, what band was he in?
0: Oh uh, Blink One Eight Two. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was, yeah, just yeah. Telling I was her like, that, I know yeah. that
1: name. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So he's he's the guy that's completely tatted. Yeah. You've seen him before. I'm sure I have. But the reason he got completely tatted was for that exact reason. Is that he said no one would ever hire me if I have a face uh- tattoo. And so he's like, I'm going to get tattoos. So there's no way. Yeah. It's either like this no or die. B.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's kind of like a little bit how I feel too. I mean, I'm not probably going to get my whole body tatted, but I, everyone's like, well, what is the plan B or like, what is the backup? Yeah. Plan? I've literally never had a backup plan. Like Good. ever since I was like a four, I've always wanted to be a musician and specifically a singer. Like I, I did not want to do anything else. There has never you. been a plan B. I've never had any other career that I thought I could do. Yeah. And so, I don't know. That's just like, so when people are like, it's not about the money, man. Like, it's just about making music. I'm like, yeah, to an extent, though, but I don't want to be starving. So, yeah, for me, the only option is, like, a reasonable amount of success. Traditional, like, music careers, industry success. So that I can not be starving and still be doing music. Yeah, I don't even
0: think you have to justify that. It just seems, yeah. well, duh. Like I don't know. How do you, uh, well, I mean, like, who? who's, of course, that's what you need. Like, you need to eat you, food and...
1: It's funny, like a lot it, of is people- Is this your parents? Like, no, no, my parents are like super supportive of my they? career. They're that's like, important. yeah, do whatever the hell you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But um, it's just funny because a lot of times when I pe- talk to people, especially people in like smaller towns, like in Denton, people are like, oh, well, hey, man, like it's not about the money. And I'm like, don't really? Listen. It's don't not? Listen. Because you want to be like eating my leftovers right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> when you're like, hey, do you want to split a meal? I'm like, yeah. no. I want to be able to afford my own meal. Dude, don't, don't, listen, to,
0: don't listen to that, man. <laughs> Does like- this
1: make sense, Andrew? And I sound like a sellout.
0: <laughs> don't listen to Andrew. I'm just, just kidding. No,
1: but you know, I, I don't know. Like, I've only recently come be become comfortable saying that, you know, because you'd be like, oh, yeah, man, totally. Not about the money, not about the money. It's about the art. And like, sure, like, I want to make good music. I don't want to make shitty music. Yeah. But I also want to be able to survive. And like, I don't want to be answering to a landlord or like not being able to pay my rent. Well,
0: which I would you rather, that a though? Question. Would you rather someone write your songs for you and you have all that? Or would you rather write your own music and you be sustaining but not exactly
1: well the thing is though as far as rights go you're going to get more of a payout from the rights of being a songwriter than performing rights as far as copyright goes so right. I better be able to write my own songs
0: No, yeah but I mean like in terms of you know what I'm saying would you give up your artistry for sustainability or would you retain artistry
1: that's a great question I think my answer <laughs> is probably still not going to please you but I Please would, me, I have no
0: opinion here. I'm just I interested. Would,
1: I would give up my artistry in order to make enough money to say, screw you, I do whatever I want, and then do my own thing, which is how a lot of bands do it. Like sure. um, Radiohead's first couple albums were just 90s rock, and then they were like, ha-ha, we didn't actually want to do any of that. We're going to make this <laughs> experimental weird stuff. Same thing with the band I didn't Perry. know that. Oh, I mean, you know, it was typical for the era, but uh. it's like their first couple albums were pretty typical 90s rock but they went very far in the other direction afterwards
0: Hmm. to the point where a lot of people
1: like early Radiohead but not later and then other people like later Radiohead but not earlier. Same thing with the band Perry. They were a country band. They do If I Die Young Perry Me and Satin all that like Cute little music that teen only, pretty much only teen girls like. Is their like first Dude, couple the of releases, at concerts, man? You
0: got a concert? That's who's yeah. there. Who's there? But that's there? not. Them. Yeah, but yeah. that's
1: not what they do now. They're like not even associated with country acts. They're like a weird like electro rock act now.
0: Who? Bands band perry, perry. Ah.
1: It's so weird. People do that. And it's because people are willing to do whatever the hell the man, quote, <sighs> wants and then do what they want. And you know and what? I, get I it. think I'd be okay with that, though. Mm. Because you want to be able Hot to take. afford to do what you want to do.
0: But like 30 Seconds to Mars was a rock band. Then all mm. of a sudden they started being a four on the floor band. And I'm like,
1: that come I think on, is, bro. I think that's had doing the money, what Jared the Leto. industry once. Yeah,
0: Jared Leto. Yeah. Come on. There's a whole documentary about how they fought with her. It's a really good one, by the way. Huh. About how they fought with a label, and that'll give you a lot of ins and outs of labels, by the way. You should seriously check that out. Yeah. It's called, uh, I don't know, 30 Seconds to Mars documentary. Yeah. Totally worth the listen. You can see the recording process too. It's neat. That's cool. Yeah. But he, you know, hates the man. Mm -hmm. You know, you can tell by his Jesus hair, he hates the man. (laughs) But, you know, now he's making that. (laughs) Yeah. That drives me nuts. I'm like, dude.
1: That's like what Coldplay did too.
0: No. don't you dare
1: coldplay i like all of coldplay but i will say there was early coldplay what okay (sighs) that is so wrong i kind of i see what you're saying he's
0: radiohead light no i see what
1: you're saying but no but you radiohead light i could see that i can see that yeah
0: if you approach that guy what's his name chris martin chris
1: martin i like chris martin
0: you could be in Radiohead. You would be like, oh yes, yeah, sick. Like fuck this Coldplay shit. Okay, Coldplay is one of the best selling artists of all time. I love. Coldplay. There is no way. But they were selling out arenas since back in the day.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just I think saying. that they were influenced by Radiohead. I feel. Oh, like you're they saying they're are. influenced by Radiohead. Well, yeah, well or are you saying Radiohead, they're
0: trying to be Radiohead? They're, they're
1: tr- That's what he's saying. Like early Radiohead and just put out early Radiohead records.
0: Have you heard yeah. early Coldplay though? Yeah. But what I'm talking about. Okay, okay,
1: but, oh yeah, the recent stuff is basically just like produced by like Zed and shit yeah you know what i mean it's like their last album it's is like easily the worst but at the same time i get why they did that and i don't like but i would but probably so go the opposite direction yeah. i would do what's popular first and then be like ah, just kidding well, i think they're exploring because <laughs> do they've I done
0: the like you know pretty cold play stuff forever yeah but dude i want to see their new documentary i think it's called head full of dreams and it's like them as like 16 year olds and they're like I love at birthday parties with each other and they're Aww. like we're going to be famous one day it's cold play and they have it like on their like you know like a little sheet of like lined paper or, like
1: Aww. yeah i want to see
0: that i love music documentaries man yeah those are the best
1: have you seen the tom petty one no it's really it's four hours though so you got to break it up oh, unless man. you want to sit there for four hours but it's really really good yeah it's very good
0: i love those i saw
1: that and i was like dude i need to go see tom petty and, then he and like are you not weeks. the
0: most expi- like inspired after those like, oh yeah i'm like all right i'm writing 12 songs have this you second. seen
1: 20 feet from stardom Uh huh. that's about background vocalists you should watch that it's is it on
0: the net? Flicks?
1: Amazing. Uh, it was for a while. I don't know if it okay. still is, but. 20 feet from. Um, 20 feet from stardom. It's about okay. all this, all these background vocalists who do these really iconic licks and never get like any writing credit. They never get any. No one knows what their names are. Uh, like the woman who sang Great Gig in the Sky by Pink Floyd. The woman who sang the, uh, that lick on the uh, Rolling Stones tune. Uh, war, murder. Or re- what is it? War, murder. It's just a shadow it's just a shadow away. That mm-hmm. woman like killed that line and it's super iconic. No one knows teamer. her name. Whoa. She was just the background vocalist. She didn't get writing credit for that. Like, Whoa. It's just, and it's really interesting. It, huh. It'll show them like in their daily lives, like going to the post office. No one knows who they are, but like they're probably listening to her on the iPod. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: It's crazy. That's so cool. That's one thing I always thought is like our celebrities like really, really, really pretty freaking normal, like in person, you know, I feel like, like when you're chilling on the couch with them, I mean, if you're also in their kind of circle, yeah. you know, not obviously they're trying to impress a certain look towards yeah. random people, but I don't know. I wonder if they're just totally new and normal, like iPod listening, farting around humans too.
1: I bet they are. That's what I think. I want to think so.
0: That's why I don't feel like I, would I mean, I've, Never met anyone really, really famous before. Not like you have. But I just don't think that it would really freak me out that much. I don't to, know. to meet someone?
1: Yeah, that'd be. Well, okay. So this is another thing that makes me sound like an asshole. But I never get starstruck. I really That's don't. That's not being an asshole. And That's
0: what I... You're, you're, I know. Everyone's her like... Her oh, husband's really? cracking up.
1: I, I really don't get <laughs> starstruck. And let me tell you why, though. Everyone has had a grandma who they are like, Oh, I'm so sorry, grandma. I'm so sorry. Right, and everyone poops. There is no difference between us. I try to be nicer around my grandma and not swear, and so does freaking, um, Kanye. so does Kanye. Yeah, I think like some are maybe more chill and down to earth than others. Yes, For example, I met Mar- f- Mar- Mariah Carey and I also met Blake Shelton. Let me tell you, their and? night and day difference. Um, Please, I can't dish Please. any more than that. Okay, but they okay. Are let me ask you and this: day You don't
0: have to give me your opinion of them, but okay. in what ways th- that are not like a reflection of their character maybe or a bad or good opinion of them. Like, are they different? I mean, is being in the room with them different? Like, are they, did you get to talk with them one-on-one at all?
1: Uh, I mean only during taping. Okay. So not really.
0: So this but, is my take on this and you can just say, yeah, your name, maybe I okay. feel like Mariah is probably kind of a diva and kind of a room sucker. Like she's probably sucking a lot of the energy out of the room is my hot take.
1: Uh, And
0: Blake is more, a little more warm.
1: I just, I, you know what, what I always say about Blake is, see how I'm turning this? Um...
0: You're not I supposed to say that. When you're <laughs> <in>. <laughs> I
1: would get love to get a beer with Blake. Dude, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he seems like a super chill But He was a super chill person. I don't know why I say super I can tell. Like I, I can tell now, he's down to earth for he's, sure. Yeah, he seems yeah. super down to earth. He's super chill. He's like, well, whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, he's yeah, fine. That's my kind of guy. So, anyway. <laughs> that's why I say that yeah. celebrities, like, I don't get starstruck because at the same time, we're the. I don't think of myself as less of a person because I don't. Have and you're not the That's like, a thing. you actually aren't fan base that they have. Like we both deserve to be. But I think that it's funny because you said, I, I wonder if like celebrities are just like chilling at home and like not really. I think that it's the rest of us that make them of course on it is. that pedestal of course it Did is. you read the article about Taylor Swift traveling around in a giant suitcase?
0: No, but that sounds awesome. it is so funny. What?
1: It's so funny. It was proven to be true because they did a- uh, She
0: actually traveled in a suitcase.
1: Because people are so crazy. Huh. Instead of, what she would do, she had a giant suitcase where she could curl up in it yeah. and her bodyguards would just like carry, like, oh, this is just a suitcase I'm carrying out of yeah. this car. It's rather large, so there's a couple of us carrying it. Yeah. In, that's how she would get in and out of her car from her hotel or like is it So
0: is this like a publicity stunt or is this like to demonstrate that she needs to be in a suitcase in public?
1: No, literally she was doing that so people wouldn't talk to her. Holy crap! Like that is how crazy it got, and so it was this. It was like a weird rumor for a while, and everyone was like, "No, that's not true. That's not true." I think and then, I heard that. Yeah. And then, like, who was it? Zayn Malik was doing an interview with Vogue, and he like offhandly mentioned it, and they were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like that was real. And he was like, "Oh." Uh. <laughs> so she
0: just wanted a recluse and want to be. She
1: was like, "Yeah, like please stop attacking me when I'm just trying to get into my car. Yeah. Like please stop attacking me."
0: I wonder what that's like though.
1: I think that see that's the that's the point that I don't want to get to I don't want that and I want to be able that. to go to like the corner store and like buy like a Snickers without someone being like Katrina Cain bought a Snickers you know what I mean like Are you sure that nobody wants that do you really not think, want that I really don't want that but I want to sell out tickets though
0: <laughs> would you do that would you sell out tickets Oof. at the expense of being super paparazzi um,
1: yes you would. yeah yeah because then at that point I could probably be like hey assistant. <laughs> Go get me a Snickers. More like you
0: just shoot him an eyeball and they we'll already see. know what to do. Yeah. They're like, we hey, got your like, Snickers. Yeah, I'll put on my rider. It's, it's Snickers, not a coffee. A Snickers. <laughs> you can't get a Snickers.
1: Um, as my bandmates know, I really like to eat Snickers and Red Bull, like as a meal.
0: <laughs> Snickers and Red Bull. Yeah. Sounds good.
1: It's actually delicious. Yeah. I can enjoy Red
0: Bull. Yeah. I like a good Red Bull. Yeah. I'm a caffeine addict though. Caffeine junkie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah.
1: So anyway, but yeah. that's that's a funny thing. So when we say, Are, "Am I nervous of celebrities?" No, I think they just want to be. So you regular. met Blake,
0: you met Mariah, you met Adam. Mm-hmm. Adam's my boy.
1: He's really nice. They released it. Is, is he? nice
0: because I they released one of my all time favorite albums, and I really hate telling anyone I'm a Maroon Five fan. Okay, I'm not really a Maroon a Maroon Five fan, but what's that album that they released that was like their first first ish big one? Um,
1: Songs about Jane. No. That, I mean, that was like their very first. What's the one, one right
0: after that? That I don't know,
1: oh, Katrina. I don't know. It's relying on you. I actually have a story about this. Okay,
0: please tell. As I fumble through this.
1: Okay, so one of the reasons that, um so after you perform on the show, whether or not they show it on TV, they all give you comments, which oh, okay. is really cool. Like it's really anyway. interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's really great to like hear what they think. Yeah. But one of the things that meant a lot to me was Adam Levine's comments. Um because he was really nice and he always had the nicest things to say, not just like, sounded great, but he was like, I thought this, I think like you as an artist, I could he actually see actually internalized. Yeah, like I felt like he saw it and the reason to me that that was cool, because I know you just had, I hate to admit I'm a Maroon 5 fan, oh I'm not. You know, a lot of people say that oh, Maroon 5 sucks. I will say, back referencing now, you know, when we were kids and we're saving up to buy tapes and CDs and I was yep. in like seventh or eighth grade and my friend handed me a burned CD sorry that this was stolen, but it was a burnt CD from, she said, my sister went to this really cool rock concert last night in like Philly and it was awesome and she had so much fun. You should check it out. And it was Maroon 5 songs about Jane and it was yeah. before they were ever on the radio. Like really? they were a small band at a... Mid sized, nice okay. local concert. venue. Okay, okay. It was like a Philly concert, venue, but it was in sure. no way was it like a stadium. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean?
0: Yeah, like House of Blues or something. Yeah, like yeah, something
1: yeah. small ish. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like and so she hands me this C D and I'd never heard of them before and I'd never heard it and I had never heard the music. And it, I loved it. I loved that C D and then like a few months later I heard hmm. um
0: Uh yeah. That, da, 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 every day.
1: Yeah, that's such a great song. She will be loved. Yeah. Is that it? I think I heard She Will Be Loved on the radio. Either that or the dun 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 dun
0: dun, dun, dun. yep. I, think mm-hmm. I was that, so happy I did basis, not recognize uh, you're <laughs> killing it. Stop killing her right now.
1: Um that bass
0: is gonna kill it too. Anyone's gonna yeah, try to that. But all right.
1: But I heard that on the radio and to me. You have to understand that from my perspective, think think of not never knowing a band and then hearing them being a small band going on the radio. That was my first indie band making it experience. Mm. Before indie was a genre. That was not even a word. Like indie or not music a, not was a, not a word.
0: Not a like tangible genre. Because like right, indie was always just independent of a label. So exactly. indie. So that's all it was before exactly. it was just like a it was synonymous with underground.
1: Right. And then suddenly it became like people hitting like toms and like saying ho hey and like Shit like that you i call know, it like spotify became, core like <laughs> i call that
0: genre like spotify core
1: yeah but but that yeah. was my first um experience with seeing a band be small and then make it and so to so, me his 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 comments were meant a lot to me and he was really really nice so, what did he say um he just said he like he saw me as like an artist he was like i could see you doing this genre. i think you're the most unique person on the show what genre? i think um he was saying like the as an well he didn't say like a specific genre he said like. I can see that you're this artist like I I can tell that you write music and you don't you know you don't want to be singing these covers right now and and like that's what I think yeah and that actually that's what I was gonna say before before the like interface went out like everyone who now has found me from the voice is like you should do this cover and I'm like oh don't you want to listen to my songs that I wrote though <laughs> I do thank you I do. but so yeah I really enjoyed his comments and to anyone who hates Maroon 5, you should just remember when they were no one and then made it.
0: The album is called Overexposed.
1: Okay, it I has, have to check that out. It has,
0: you've heard it. It has payphone on it.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Uh,
0: one More Night. Um,
1: All of those are like singles, huh? There's a
0: Sleeper song that's on there that nobody talks about that I, is my favorite Maroon 5 song, and it's called um, Beautiful Goodbye. Huh, okay. I will message you that song. Yeah. Because the melody line in that chorus, is dumb ear. It's just dumb earworm. It, it, okay. it will not leave your ear at least it doesn't mind it. it's so good i mean it came <laughs> in like two thousand like seven or something so you came back you're back you're I'm leaving back. again i'm leaving and Goodbye. you're gonna write a new album a new ep you're just gonna do live i think trying I'm to gonna, figure
1: it out yeah i think i'm gonna release a bunch of singles okay you know do the spotify thing
0: sure and is there any, like, theme between the songs? Like, are you going to do... And this is why I'm interested in your artistry. And that the only reason I say that, once again, is because I genuinely love that... Um, wow, now it's slipped me, your EP. What What was
1: it called? Rescue Me?
0: Yeah. That is so good. Thank you. Yeah.
1: I definitely felt like that was, like, me.
0: Yeah. I think that if there's any... Because, like, there's a difference between, you know, somebody getting famous really quickly and mm-hmm. longevity. hmm And I think that if you're doing stuff that's really you that's where you'll stick around forever. Cause that does replay value.
1: Yeah. I hope so.
0: You know? So anyway, yeah. You got anything else? I don't do want to so. add. Oh, one, oh, one thing I was going to ask you, how do you utilize, um, how has social media helped you? Obviously besides getting discovered on the voice? I guess that kind of takes care of that question, but like, how do you like to use it and how has it helped you?
1: Um, that's a great question. And I, I actually got like a little bit mocked in the Denton Record Chronicle recently because I gave a talk at UNT and at the end I said, thank you so much. Like, please follow me on Instagram. And they said like, oh, of course, she plugged her Instagram handle. okay Uh, Yeah. If you don't understand that social media is what makes every business succeed now, including musicians, then you don't then you need to get with it. Like, that's all I can say. Social media is one of the most important things for a musician and that's sad and it kind of sucks, but why that's is it how sad? The life sad?
0: I don't understand that. Here's a dude. It's free marketing.
1: Oh, uh, exactly, exactly. What is so
0: sad about that? For
1: me, I don't think it's sad, but I'm saying the fact that I have, why to does anybody have a problem with that? I think, I think it's frustrating for, um,
0: they should be happy that a DIY, DIY artist can get discovered.
1: Exactly. It is. It's free. Publicity, what is, what is so bad about that? Free, free marketing. Wow. Now I'm slurring my words. Um, don't take after me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think others think it's sad that like they, they see it as like me or, or not me, but like people portraying an image rather than music. And I get why they say that. I, I get that. But at the same time, like you said, it's, it's not as much like, I want you to follow me on Instagram so that I have followers. It's just, that's how you're going to hear about my music. That's it. So if you don't, if you're not on Instagram, you're not
0: propelling your image just for the sake of your image. You're literally right. helping your, career out.
1: Right. And the fact that like so I think every artist has their own one that they like. So some people are like I use Facebook the most, some people use Twitter the most. I use Instagram the most. Yeah. Yeah. Um that is where I found people connect with me the 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 most often, the most frequently the most Mm. with most success. So because of that I use Instagram the most. And because of that I also have to upload a photo every single time i want to say something i don't care what the photo is the photo is going to be in order to get on people's feed and you get searched me. yeah right and then you're going to uh, read the caption you're going to say oh rihanna comes out on friday great and yeah. that is the information i'm trying to get across so Dude,
0: back in the day it was flyers that's yeah, all this is exactly it's, it's freaking just flyers. flyers and
1: it's and the flyers had what a photo of the band probably because yeah. what we do is we we recognize things visually of course really quickly of yeah. course and you're so you're reading the flyer but if you you probably only stopped to read the flyer because you saw a picture of nirvana on it right and you're like oh i like that band yeah and then you read I like, you know I like that hair yeah exactly so that i use social media a lot i use instagram the most it helps me get my announcements across
0: yeah what's so wrong
1: about you that? know you're not and selling I your soul you're, yeah you're you're, you're trying to it's mostly that. like older people who like have a problem with it or like really old souls who like don't ever go on instagram but then they like Probably only listening to like the Beatles. You know what I
0: mean? Beatles are good though. No, the Beatles are great. I <laughs> know, just kidding. But it's funny. They're like, oh, my yeah.
1: favorite band is some band that like hasn't been around for like 30 years really. And I'm like, oh my. You know, if you're yeah. not
0: getting hated on, you're not doing something right. Yeah. Seriously. True. Like then you're just doing something boring. That's true. Seriously.
1: So. I'll continue my Instagram. Follow me at Katrina Kane Music.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're going to do all your plugs here at the end. So I want to read you a cool quote to go along with that. This is one of okay. my. So this is from Theodore Roosevelt. Have you heard? Of course. You heard of Theo? Heard of him. All right. So this is what I thought was cool because you're going out there and you're you're going after it. Yeah. All right. So this is kind of long. Okay. So it goes like this. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how strong the man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who becomes short, Again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to be in the, to do those deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself for a worthy cause? Who at best knows, in the end, the triumph of high achievement and who, at the worst, if he fails, at least fails daring greatly?
1: I, I love like that. that. It actually
0: goes on forever and you should read the whole thing. Okay. Because it is like... <clears throat>
1: Send that to me, too. Dude,
0: I'm going to send you so much stuff. You're going to know what to do with it. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, cool. I have a uh, song that I want to play on guitar. And if you know any of the words, I want you to sing along. Okay. I'm going to see if this will come through because I knocked a bunch of stuff over earlier. And we're just going to play the verse and chorus.
1: Okay. Uh
0: Uh-oh. Hello. Okay.
1: What if I don't know any of the words?
0: Then I'll sing it for you
1: Okay Sweet <laughs> All right.
0: I've got one hand on the trigger
1: <laughs> Got the other in the flame Light the fuse and drop the hammer And you can burn me down again Love me forever
0: Like that note at the end. Katrina Kane has been such a pleasure to have you on this Thank show. Thank you for
1: having me. All
0: right, where can people find you?
1: Instagram at Katrina Kane music. Where else? YouTube. And Katrina Kane, I guess.
0: <laughs> search Katrin- Katrina Kane on YouTube. You can find her stuff there. Also, look out for some new singles on Spotify. She's going to release
1: coming on Spotify.
0: She released a couple just recently. Uh, one piano ballad. I can't remember the name of it now.
1: Slow tragedy.
0: Slow tragedy came out. A- month ago or yeah, or so November. yeah and then she just released a really cool live video on youtube of her cover of uh
1: rihanna and that will be on spotify too at some point
0: cool <laughs> we good
1: yeah all thank right. you for having me
0: you're welcome see you uh never
1: <laughs> i'll see you when i visit <laughs> you better i will
0: okay all right you guys have a good week talk to you later